G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Grind, and frankly, that can get you down. We all know that. And so our view of what life is and what it should be becomes a bit twisted, inside out, upside down. So it's time to get things right way up again. It's time to discover what God has to say about the life that He wants for you. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome to the program. Now, today we're going to be taking a look at your life from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever you happen to be dealing with in your life. Just a moment. This week on the program we kicked off a new series where we've been looking at the promise that Jesus made to give us an abundant life. Here it is again in case you missed it earlier in the week. John chapter 10 verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. It's a beautiful promise and it's one that's always touched my heart. It's a promise from Jesus that I take seriously. He came so that you and I could have life and not just have life but have it in all its abundance. Now, abundance is an amazing word, isn't it? It means plenty, overflow, a very large quantity of something. But what if I told you that the original Greek word used here for abundance literally means superabundance, more than abundant, over-the-top abundance, because that's exactly what it means. That's Jesus' promise. And the promise is made here as a point of comparison. The promise is the second part of the verse. The first part is about something else. It's about the thief, he's called here in this story. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And in fact, as we've seen earlier this week on the program, this whole story where Jesus teaches us that he is the good and true shepherd of us, the sheep, is about the authenticity of who Jesus is as that shepherd versus the sham of the imposters. question is, why did Jesus make this beautiful promise in such a context? Well, of course, the thief in the story is the devil, and, and the original Greek word for the devil is diabolos, which is the word from which we get our English word diabolical. It means a slanderer, a false accuser, and elsewhere in the New Testament, in Revelation chapter 12, verse 9, the devil is also called the deceiver, someone who tricks people and, and leads them astray, away from the right path, away from the truth, into error. That's the devil here in this story, the thief who comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And so here Jesus presents us with an alternative, the thief or the true shepherd, the hireling or the true shepherd. The people who come into the sheepfold climbing over the walls or the true shepherd who comes to the front gate? Now, you might say to me, well, there's no real alternative. I don't want the imposters. I don't want a thief. I want the real thing. I don't want someone who steals and kills and destroys. I want Jesus, the good shepherd. I will have the good shepherd, thank you very much, who came to give me a super abundant life. 
Of course, it's an obvious choice in the light of Jesus' parable of the Good Shepherd here. He means for it to be so obvious, because it is obvious. When you stop and think about it, the problem is we often don't stop, we often don't think about it, because the devil doesn't always come to us looking like a thief, you know, with a little black beanie on. Quite to the contrary, in fact. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14 says that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Isn't that true? The whole point of temptation is that it's seductive. Evil comes to us, wrapped in a wrapper that cries out to us, open me, come, follow me, take me, I'm good, I'll bless you. The very first deception and temptation of Adam and Eve in the garden was exactly that. Evil was dressed up as having a benefit. That's why it's so diabolical. That's why the devil is a liar and a deceiver. And so we're seduced into his lies and all of a sudden we're in the hands of the thief who comes only to steal, kill and destroy, to rob us of the superabundant life that Jesus came to give us because you know what? He came disguising himself as an angel of light. Do you see the power of this parable? Do you see what's going on here? God wants to bless us. God wants to heap his superabundant blessing into our lives. But like any father, when his children are rebelling, he can't bless us because the blessing would reward the rebellion. When my children played up sometimes when they were young, the tap of dad's blessing turned off. Sometimes they were punished by removal of a privilege, no internet access for a few months. Why? Was I being mean? No, because I was teaching them right from wrong. And the basis of that lesson is that blessing comes when you do right And you lose it when you do wrong. Parents do that because A, they love their children, and B, we're wired to be like that. One of the very worst things we can do, and you see it a lot these days, is to continue to bless our children when they are doing wrong. I want you to have a listen to one of the the best explanations of the link between obedience and blessing that I found in God's Word. It comes from Deuteronomy chapter 28, beginning at verse 1. Listen carefully to what God says to his people. If you will only obey the Lord your God by diligently observing all his commandments that I am commanding you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord. Blessed shall be your city and blessed shall be your field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, the fruit of your ground, the fruit of your livestock, both the increase of your cattle and the issue of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed you will be when you come in and blessed you shall be when you go out. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you in seven ways. The Lord will command his blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you undertake he will bless you in the land that the lord your god is giving you the lord will establish you as his holy people as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the lord your god and walk in his ways all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the lord and they will be afraid of you The Lord will make you abound in prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the fruit of your livestock, the fruit of your ground in the land that the Lord swore to your ancestors to give to you. 
The Lord will open for you his rich storehouse, the heavens, to give the rain of your land in its season and to bless all your undertakings. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be only at the top and not at the bottom if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today by diligently observing them. And if you do not turn aside from any of the words that I am commanding you today, either to the right or to the left, following other gods to serve them. But... If you will not obey the Lord your God by diligently observing all his commands and decrees, which I am commanding you today, then all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall be the city. Cursed shall be your field. And it goes on and lists a whole bunch of curses. Do you see the, the causal link between obedience and blessing, disobedience and the removal of that blessing, just as in any relationship between parent and child? But, but the thing that strikes me here is the magnitude of the blessing. Verse 2 of Deuteronomy 28, All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord. Don't you love how the blessing will overtake you? They will be super abundant, just as Jesus said. Verse 13, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall only be at the top and not the bottom if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today. Friend, God wants to bless us super abundantly so that the blessing chases us down the street and overtakes us. Do you get it? But that blessing happens when we are close to the good shepherd, safe in his care, not when we follow the thief and let him plunder our lives through deception and temptation. Our dad in heaven truly does want us to be the head and not the tail to be above and not below what father wouldn't want that for his children I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need we would love to pray for you listen the only sort of prayer that the bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results just let that sink in The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.